Welcome, screensavers. Michael here. This is the Silver Screensavers podcast. Thank you for being with us. You know, 2022 has been an excellent movie year so far, and it's only April. We've gotten Ambulance, Everything Everywhere All at Once, My Favorite Marry Me. It's been so just awesome seeing a lot of people having a fun time back at the movies, laughing together in the theater. So while Matt and Tyler are off today, I'm here to talk about a franchise that is the embodiment of fun, and that's Jackass. This Jackass Forever came out earlier this year in theaters and is currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. So in celebration, I'm going to move through the catalog and give you my top five moments from each of the four feature films. And if you're a listener of the show, you know that when I say five, it's going to be more than five. But before I start, I am dedicating this episode to my good friend, Johnny, who is my absolute favorite jackass. Hey, Johnny. Well, what makes Jackass so great? Well, the obvious, the stunts, the gags. I think the uniting force of all that, though, is that it just seems like the coolest hangout in town. There's a group of friends having a good time together, laughing together, and even when someone is in pain or just snorted wasabi, they're all in on the joke. They're all in on the spirit of the series. When you watch a Jackass movie, there's this feeling that the world that they're operating in is just like a big playground. There's so many crazy things to do. You're really only limited by, you know, your production value and your imagination and I guess your pain tolerance too. Now there's actual production and filmmaking behind all that and my hat is off to the entire team. These films are shot and photographed so much better than they ever needed to be in different hands. I think these would be... uh, look look like lesser clip shows but there's a lot of awesome filmmaking here especially as they move along in the years but even when they give you a peek behind the curtain and show the people behind the scenes it's all in the spirit of fun it the whole thing is a complete blast another thing is the format of these movies is perfect for watchability just before i was going to write down my list with for this i was watching some of it i was going to tell myself you know all right i'll turn it off at the end of this then another segment would come on Johnny's on a big red rocket or somebody's in a silly costume and I go, okay, I got to watch this now. And they get you for a few more minutes and it happens again and again and again. You can watch these for hours and hours and not get tired of it. The editing is so well done because these movies don't overstay their welcome and none of the segments last longer than needed. Some of the best moments are the brief interludes between the bigger scenes and they know how to pair those very well. So very impressive of that. The editing also has this really cool effect where for certain stretches, the skits are so fun, the stunts are so crazy, and you're like, oh man, I want to be there. I want to be there when they shot this. Maybe I even want to participate it. And then someone bleeds out of their rectum or breaks a bone or has to eat something disgusting, and you go, you know, I'll just leave it to them while you're safe on your couch. And then you're back to wanting in two minutes later. It's it's this complete roller coaster. The editing is awesome on these movies. But enough of that. Let me get into the movies. So first we got Jackass the movie. Came in 2002, pretty much right after the end of the original TV series. It was directed, as all of them are, by Jeff Tremaine. Movie format allowed them to go bigger, badder, longer. A lot of the stuff they couldn't do on TV, now they can do, which is excellent for all of us. This one is definitely much more DIY than the later movies would be. Uh, A lot of the stuff relying on public reaction and all that kind of stuff. My number five moment is when Ryan Dunn puts the toy car in a condom and then inserts it into his butt. 
which is funny enough on its own. But what what makes this bit is the doctor that they found who like looks at the x-rays and on the x-rays, it's just like a toy car up in a guy's rectum. And then when the doctor is on the phone, he's talking about this pretend story about how Dunn was all drugged up with a bunch of people and they were doing weird sex stuff. I would just love to know what that guy was picturing in his head as to how the car got up there, how he visualized what was happening. Uh, That was just one of those impromptu, like they found pure gold accidentally moments, which are some of the best. My number four is the roller disco truck is where a bunch of the guys are in a moving truck in the back with skates on disco lights there's a disco ball going and the truck speeds up slows down slams on the brakes they all crash and i just love this because i'm so often impressed by the production design the look of these movies they're able to create these little worlds um if you watch the beginning of jackass forever you're going to see that for sure and i love it whenever they do that they really created a disco party in the back of a truck and it looks super cool and then everybody fell down on skates my number three moment is the mouse trap, is where Aaron dresses up like a mouse and crawls over about 9,000 traps. As painful as it looks, it's kind of like an audio-visual feast uh, with all the clickety-clackening of the traps and they're flying up in the air. It also highlights this thing that Jackass does where it demonstrates without the audience experiencing it, experiencing it for ourselves how painful certain things really are that we don't really often think about. Like, when Knoxville tests out riot weapons on himself, or when he does it with Dunn and Bam, you get this visceral demonstration of how destruction, how destructive these things are on a body. Um, you know, it, Knoxville started this whole thing by testing all these certain things on himself. I believe Mace, uh, I believe he even shot himself uh, while wearing a bulletproof vest. So that is, that is definitely at the root, is showing us how crazy these things actually are. My number two moment is the old man on the scooter. Uh, The old man is a motif amongst all the movies. And of course, they had the bad grandpa entire movie and the point five and all that. I'm not entirely sure who the old man is in this skit. I don't know if it's Spike Jones or one of the other guys. But of course, all of them, a couple of them have done this. Probably This is probably like the most candid camera or what would you do thing that they have in the series. Uh, but this is one where one of the old men is on a motorized scooter going down a steep avenue. He's yelling, help me, my brakes don't work. In addition to being really funny, it's also an interesting what would you do question, right? If an old man <laughs> zipped by you and you knew they're in trouble, you know... What's the reaction of the people around? And most of them just kind of stare and look. Uh, Thankfully, that one guy sprinted to help out. There's some hope for humanity yet. My number one moment. It's a little hard to decide uh, and to rank these. But my number one in the first movie is when Knoxville boxes Butterbean in the store. In what looks like a very cramped clothing store. Knoxville goes down in a few seconds. And when he's making that strange snoring noise when he's down i saw in an interview with him that that noise was him trying to swallow his own tongue which is insane and scary these guys put their bodies on the line for the sake of entertainment and then at the end of the bit he saves it when uh the mt is with him he asks is butterbean okay super impressive it's always impressive how you know one thing i like about jackass is that these guys are super brave the things that they're doing um 
but they don't present them as like superhumans. You see the fear on them in the pain, which again, it's not like you want to see fear and pain on people, but it makes them a little bit more relatable. They have reactions similar to what everybody else would have. Um, and then you see them overcome that. These movies also serve to function. I think it's demonstrated by this bit. Like I said before, how dangerous some of these purely athletic situations are to people who aren't professionals, who aren't normally doing them. Like I said, Knoxville goes down in a few seconds and he's really hurt. And that's not a dig on him at all. Uh, he's got you know more guts than anybody, but it shows us how dangerous that activity is. It's like the same as in, I think it's in Jackass 3D, when he takes the tackle from the fo pro football player, he's down, he's hurt. It's this really dangerous thing that hurts people that we act like it's nothing when we watch it 500 times every Sunday. Or even in this movie, when he tries to grind the rail on the skateboard, he gets messed up. Uh, the series makes the stunts fun, but it doesn't sugarcoat the in injuries at all. Uh, moving on to Jackass number two is from 2006. This one's a little crazier. A little more manic, maybe. This one starts out with everyone getting hit by bulls uh, in this like emptied-out suburban neighborhood. Bulls are the main event of these movies. Every time a bull comes up, I always go, oh, oh man, another bull. It, it's, it's frightening every single time because these guys have gotten so hurt doing this, particularly Knoxville. My number five is the strongman dildo stunt where Pontius is dressed as the strong man. They have the test your strength bell machine where you slam the hammer down, the, the thing goes up, hits the bell, and Bam gets the idea to sit on the top and have them launch a dildo into his ass. Silly as it is, it was cool as a filmable idea. I gotta give him that. It ends up hitting him really hard on one of his cheeks, and I'm always curious what would have happened if it had gone like dead center into his ass um, but some things are probably better left unknown i think we can agree on that number four is the musical number at the very end where they're performing the best of times from la caja fall i think this is far and away the best ending they have to any of the movies their beginnings and endings particularly the beginnings are usually pretty strong and this is the best ending if you guys know me you've been listening to the show you know i love musicals you know i love a good show tune the movie just looks great when they're doing this, and they blend the pageantry of musicals with the pain and stunts of Jackass in a super cool mix-up. The song captures the spirit of the series. It's everybody having a good time. Also, one of the best parts of all these movies is Rip Taylor throwing confetti and going off at the end. You know, I, I really, really miss that now. My number three is a dual pick, and... I did a dual pick here because these are two stunts that reminded me of my childhood. One is the snake ball pick. And then this is where they're in a ball pit and there are different large snakes in there and they have to find them, they get bit and all that kind of stuff. I picked this because I went to Chuck E. Cheese a few times when I was a kid and there was always a rumor that there were snakes in the ball pit. And I like believed it for a while and wouldn't go in there. And frankly, it's probably a good idea for me to not go in there anyway. But my other number three pick, I'm cheating here, is when Aaron and Dave go down the hill in the tires. Super cool stunt because they're bouncing around. Uh, thankfully, they're not getting too hurt doing that. But this reminded me of when my friends and I would do a similar thing. But we would do it in a big barrel, hollowed out barrel. 
and we would go down one of their driveways. Sometimes we built a ramp and would try to go off of that. Not nearly as dangerous as this though. Number two moment is the electric stool. That's when they have the professional card thrower and they have uh, wee man Jason Acuna sit on the stool and he thinks that he's getting whipped in the ass with cards, but it's really just an electric school. I love watching this one uh, because one, it's you know, it's one of the more prank things that they do, and also it's it's everybody in the room laughing at this, having a good time together. Wee Man's a really good sport about it, and it takes him like five times to figure out that it's this, has something wrong with the stool. You know, he thinks it's the guy whipping the card, then he thinks it's a card throwing machine. Uh, really funny moment, and number one. This is Fire Hose Rodeo. It's where Dave England gets on the hose that's suspended in the air. They turn it on. He whips around for quite a bit while the water comes out like a geyser. I think this is the one where every time I see it, I say to myself, I'd really like to do that. I think that is the one jackass stunt that I would really enjoy. And I believe Dave has said that it's his favorite that he's done. Uh, of course, as always, there's the ending where he slams on the ground and then bleeds out of his butt. So it's like I was talking about before. There's always that reminder that there's a cost, a large cost to the fun. Some other cool moments from number two, uh, when Preston and Wee Man bungee and are pulling each other up in the air and down. That looks really cool. I love it when Knoxville is the old man and harasses those guys at the food stand. Uh, he has the grandson and he's like, say, say goodbye to the hippies. And he goes, bye hippies. And then he gets into the fight with that guy. Uh, really good improv by him on that one. I was impressed. The beginning where Pontius has his penis dressed up like a mouse and then they have the, the snake in the cage and he just lets his penis be bitten by the snake. That is insane every time that I watch it. And the last one from two that I want to point out is Toro Totter. This is where the four of them are on like dual teeter-totters, kind of like crisscrossing on one machine. And they release the bull and they have to be the last one on. That would must have been one of the most terrifying things that those guys have done. Because if your partner launches themselves up into the air and you're going down and there's a bull coming at you, not much for you to do uh, unless you want to quit and get off. All right, we're moving on to three. Jackass 3D. A little throwback to 3D movies. We don't get as many of them anymore. And even when we do, it seems as though they're like not always made for 3D in the way that they used to be. But this one came in 2010. This is like the 10th anniversary of the inception of Jackass. This is where the filmmaking gets really great. There's excellent use of slow motion. And for how silly of a movie this is it actually uses slow motion so much better than so many other movies they have like the the flying dildo scene where it like goes through a glass of milk and then it hits the guy on the cheek when he has the apple on his head um, and despite it being a dildo flying in the air it looks really cool this one starts out with beavis and butthead explaining what 3d is they're smacking each other around and then they jump right into that big rainbow of pain this is a really awesome beginning because it shows off like the enhanced look of the series, uh, especially when Preston takes that cannonball right in the stomach. That was pretty gnarly. My number five moment is the best interlude that I think they've done, like one of those 13-second interludes where Preston is walking into the store. He asks that guy outside to watch his dog. Preston walks in, and then out comes the smaller version of Preston, uh, you know, 
somebody who's losing multiple hundred pounds and he takes the dog and walks away and this guy you can see the cognitive dissonance on his face he knows that it's not the same person but they looked kind of similar dressed similar looked the same and he looks back and forth about 12 times and it's again it's a moment where like i need to be in that guy's head what was he thinking what did he do after that did he go home and tell somebody about this or did he just forget it so fascinating something that happened in 20 seconds number four this is the jet ski where knoxville goes off the ramp through the hedge a couple of reasons why i love this one one just looks really cool two it's i think it's the best metaphor for the jackass series when he goes over the hedge through the hedge i should say you don't realize at first that it's like an all dirt steep hill on the other side and it makes it uh so much crazier so like in the series at first you just see all the cool stuff all the pageantry you know everybody's in toga costumes and it's this cool pool and he goes off the ramp this is the kind of thing that seems like it couldn't happen in real life but then you see the ugly underside when he gets to the other side and he's really hurt uh, so I really like that stunt. Number three, this is the old man stealing the bike. <laughs> Knoxville goes with someone. He's dressed up as the old man. He goes with someone to look at, I believe, Yamaha bikes. And then he drives through the front of the showroom. I picked this for the same reason as the other ones in the second movie, where this is a, a childhood reminiscing thing for me. Because when I was a kid in my area, there were multiple, multiple cases of elderly people just driving through the glass walls of showrooms, often for car dealerships. One of those things that like, you know, when you're a kid, you're still just learning everything. So when cer certain crazy things happen, you just think that that's what happens. And old people crashing through showrooms was one of those things that happened pretty often where I was like, okay, I guess this just happens in the world. This is a regular thing. So that was that was fun for me to watch. Number two is the gorilla in the hotel room. Pontius is in the gorilla outfit. April and Phil, Bam's parents, who are an awesome addition. I lo always love seeing them. They go into their hotel room, and there's a freaking gorilla in there. Again, it's another fascinating what would you do, because I really have to hand it to them. They remain really calm, especially in the first few seconds of seeing a gorilla go crazy. Like, I can't even imagine that. You're just trying to put down your bags, you're done with traveling, and then this huge beast is just throwing a temper tantrum a few feet from you, and you think you might get killed. I don't know if it was the shock or what, uh, but they were definitely brave in that instance. And my number one from Jackass 3D. And I believe, I also think that I'm not entirely sure. I think that Jackass 3D is the best Jackass film. And that's not a dig on the other ones. I just think that this one, combined with the filmmaking, combined with the amount of uh, stunts and segments that I like, I think this is the best one. Um, the others are also great, though. My number one moment from this one is the jet engine. They go behind the jet, they power it up, and then they do a bunch of wacky stuff in the extreme, extreme wind. They catch a football, there's a dinner skit, somebody's trying out a fly suit. The bit starts so cool where Dunn is in the chair and he tries to hang on as the force from the jet gets progressively stronger and stronger. It's definitely up there with Firehouse Rodeo where I'd love to do that with my friends. 
Some other cool moments from Jackass 3D, Pontius the Barbarian. This is where Pontius does that thing where you sit upside down, you put Google eyes on your chin, uh, and it looks like you're making a face, or it looks like a person, I should say. And there's like a little medieval set, and then they release scorpions, and they sting them on the mouth and chin. That was really funny. Cutting down the tree, Knoxville goes up in the tree. He's dressed up as Santa, and they saw it down, and then he goes into the snow. This was always like a fantasy I had when I was a kid of like falling somewhere into snow. You know, I always thought then that it was going to feel like falling onto a bunch of pillows, but I'm sure it didn't feel like that. And then Preston in the field goal, when he takes, you know, the pro kicker, kicks the football just like straight into his mouth. And what's remarkable about that is not a man getting hit so that he's going to need dental surgery later, but it's the recovery so quick of he takes it for a second. He goes, oh, oh, oh." and I'm sure it hurt a, a ton. But then he hugs the guy. He's like, oh, this is awesome. Great stunt. The resilience of these guys is so impressive because, you know, the series is uh, very strong comedically. And often these guys have to go from like these extremely painful things to making a joke in a couple of seconds. And that is no easy feat. So that one just demonstrated that to me. Lastly, we get to Jackass Forever. We got over a decade without a Jackass film. This one came out in this year, 2022. And this one has some awesome new cast members. This movie is sure to satisfy any Jackass fan. You got Rachel Wolfson, Zach Holmes, Jasper Dolphin, Poopies, and Eric Menaka. All of them are really awesome additions, and it was super cool to see, particularly exciting because I want the original members to do this for as long as they want, as long as they're comfortable. But if they decide they want to stop, they want to move on, which they fully deserve to at this point, Hopefully the franchise lives on with these cast members, maybe some more people down the line. That would be excellent. So my number five moment from Jackass Forever is the opening. This is part of the production design thing I was talking about before. This is where everybody is in the city, but it's like a mini city, obviously uh, shot a different way. They're all screaming because uh, Pontius's penis is like Godzilla and he's attacking everybody. And it's a super cool way to introduce everybody, introduce the new cast members while they're doing something silly and wacky. Really cool. That might be the best opening. I like the shopping cart uh, from one. I like the rainbow and two. I like the bulls and three. All the openings are really strong. This may be the best one. Number four is the mime contest. This is where Rachel... Poopies and Steve are dressed up as mimes, and they have to do these painful things while staying completely silent as a mime would. Uh, Rachel has to like lick a taser, and she just like gets right into it. Uh, no hesitation, licks it a few times, silent the whole time. It was really badass. And then Poopies has to take a couple of like bites in the face from a snake. I can't imagine facing a snake like getting down to its level. And just knowing that you're going to have to take it when it bears its fangs and sinks them into the flesh of your face. And he was silent too. And he did it a couple of times. And then Steve-O does this like guillotine thing where they raise up a skateboard and it's on its side. And he puts his ankles out so it's going to drop on his ankles. Knoxville lifts lifts it all the way up. It goes down, hits Steve-O's ankles, and then he goes like, ah, for a second and stops. And he's like, oh, I forgot to be quiet. Really funny moment. That was a cool skip. 
Number three, I'm going to be giving some props to Danger Aaron because number three is Aaron and the bear. Here's where he's got salmon on him, pouring honey. He's strapped to a chair, and then everybody leaves, and they release a bear into the room. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been near a live bear before. They are gigantic. I'm just going to say this now. Bears might be the scariest land animal, at least one of them, because they can do most anything. You would think, oh, an animal that size couldn't possibly run that fast, and then you see them run, and it's terrifying. They're super fast. You go, oh, well, then they probably can't climb trees, and they can. Terrifying. So that bear comes in the room with him. I can only imagine the level of fear that he was experiencing. I know I, I couldn't handle that, so props to him. And then it's up on him. It's like reaching for his stomach where some of the food is. You're like, oh, man, the claws are getting really close to him. And he is pretty calm the whole time. Again, I don't know if it was shock or what, but uh, he did an excellent job staying cool during that one. In accordance, my number two is the cup test from the fourth one where Aaron's wearing the cup and he gets his testicles just assaulted in so many ways. He first gets punched by that UFC fighter who has like the most powerful hit in the world. And he, he just goes down. You see his face and you're like, something profound is happening to this man and not profound in a good way. Then he gets the softball player who pitches into his nuts. And that seemed particularly painful because during the trailer, you just see it hitting the one time. But then during the movie, it's like stretched out. We're like, <laughs> he's not hit directly on every time. So it just it's just like hitting him a softball in the inner thigh. And as they say, softballs are not soft. It hurts to get hit with one of those things. He's getting hit in the inner thigh. And then he has to cap it off with getting hit in the nuts. My lord, this guy has some resilience. And he gets hit with a hockey puck. That is terrible. Those things go flying. And lastly, might be the most gnarly thing. Dave gets up on a pogo stick. Aaron lays on the ground. And then he just slams onto his nuts. And I think the cup breaks at that one. So I don't know if this is a victory for the cup. The cup got punched, hit with a softball, hockey puck, but then at the pogo stick, it's like that's out. That's the cup's kryptonite. So, hey, good for Aaron and good for the cup. My number one moment, it was a tough choice, but you know what I really liked was Wee Man in the Graveyard. And I like this one because it had this really convincing gothic design to it where it's it's smoky, it's dark, there are graves around, Pontius and Steve-O are in skeleton costumes, and then you have Wee Man getting the, getting the meat stuffed in his underwear and the vulture picking it off. Uh, it was just where all the design elements really came together. Other moments from the new movie. The spider race, where they place the two-way helmet on Aaron and Dark Shark, and then afterward they have that super gross close-up of the spider biting Aaron's nipples. That seemed very painful. Uh, the scrotum speed bag, this is Preston's balls getting hit with, I don't know what that contraption was, some sort of rapid fire thing where they're like boxing gloves of it, and it's hitting him. As gross as it was, and as gross as I don't enjoy seeing a man's balls get punched, I was pretty impressed with how it looked on film. The marching band treadmill, I was surprised by how hurt everyone got on this. They're in marching band outfits, uniforms, they have the big instruments, and they step onto a moving treadmill. Pretty like simple concept one, but then everyone got really hurt. 
which I didn't think they would, um, but that was stupid of me because they did. The electrician was funny. Knoxville is working as the electrician, and then he's like hanging from the telephone pole because he fell, and that woman has no idea what to do. And again, like his improv is so good, just like when he's the old man. Perfect for prank stuff. When I got to the end of this movie, I wanted more. I wanted it to keep going, which is an absolute compliment. And, you know, I'm so hopeful that this franchise continues. I haven't even mentioned the 0.5 films, 2.5, 3.5, all the extra footage, the bad grandpa, all the spinoffs, all of that stuff. So there's plenty of content, extremely watchable. Maybe the best thing about this franchise it's just like the sense of camaraderie and community that the films create because they really do. And in accordance with that, I just want to say personally, thank you to everyone who listens to this show. Like from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I know it sounds like it's just a guy saying something like that in your ear, but it really means a lot to me, Matt, and Tyler. And what would be really awesome is if you all got in on the conversation with us as I say in every episode, you can write to us at silverscreensaverspod at gmail.com. If you like the show, please just mention it to a friend, a fellow film lover. Get in on the convo with us. Please rate and review it on whatever podcast station that you listen to, whatever platform. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ScreensaversPod. And our Facebook is Silver Screen Savers Podcast. Uh, again, thank you for listening. It's been so much fun. Good night, Johnny.